Well, good evening, Forever family. I know that we have a lot of families in here tonight, so welcome. Um, we're going to be joined by our kids' choir this evening. So, man, rehearsal sounded so beautiful, and I am just so excited. I feel like it just gives me so much energy to be able to um, hear everybody's voices sing along with us. And so, um, yeah. This is a place where we're going to get to worship in a few different ways tonight, and I'm really just excited for us to experience that together between singing, between learning, and also just getting to share fellowship together after the service as well. So um, more details to come about that, um, but could you guys stand with us, and we're going to worship the Lord through song first, and then uh, worship Him in some other ways as well. So let's sing.
let's hear from Melanie about some things going on in our body. Our kids choir is fantastic, aren't they not? So you guys can take a seat, take a seat. Hello, my name is Melanie Manning. And if you recognize my face, it's probably because you're used to me being with our elementary kids upstairs. But in the month of June, I am switching from Mosaic Kids to being a part of our administration team. And so I'm really excited to meet you. Welcome, welcome to Mosaic. We are so excited you're here. And if you are new, we really want to get to know you. Um, so you can text MONU um, to this number or visit fellowshipmosaic.org slash I'm new to get connected. We can't wait to meet you. And tonight's going to be a great night to really get to meet you. We're excited for it. So tonight is kind of a different night. We are having our family picnic after this service. So there's no 6.30 service. And we're going to go over and we're going to have food. It's tacos, which is so good. Um, and then, oh, I switched slides. My bad, guys. Tonight, just rewind. We're good. We're good. That's okay. Okay. Oh, wow, you caught up with me. Oh, I love our tech team. Okay, family picnic tonight. Yeah. So it's... We're going to the lodge. We're going to be eating tacos. It's going to be great. We have a suggestion of like $5 a plate, but a cap at $20 per family. But if you're, don't let that deter you from coming and hanging out with us, okay? So we really, really are excited to have you there. That's 6.30. Let's talk about now. We are kicking off our rhythms study for the summer. And we are so excited um, to really get to dive deep into the study tonight. We will be selling the books in the foyer and tonight at the picnic in the lodge. And they are $10. Everyone say $10. Perfect. It is going to be a phenomenal study. And we're really excited to kick that off tonight. And then I talked about family picnic and I talked about rhythms. Tonight, though, is going to look different. Our service is just a little bit shorter because we understand that there are kids in the room. If you're a kid, can you go, woo? Yes. And we love all of them from our elementary, middle school kids down to our newborn wiggly, wiggly toes. And so we are glad you are in this room. Okay. Our night tonight is just really, really special. So please join me in prayer as I pray over tonight with our service and our teaching and our choir and our music and then afterwards. So let's bow our heads and let's just... Talk to the Lord. Oh, our dear God, thank you so much um, for this community that is here in this room. Thank you so much that we are able to just worship together as a family um, from our sage community and elders all the way down to our newborns. Thank you so much. Be with Nick tonight as he teaches and our worship band as they just celebrate Lord and just let us really enjoy those tacos after service. We love you so much, Lord. In your son's name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Melanie. Will you stand with us? We are going to learn a new song tonight. You down for that? Yes. Oh, come on. Yeah. And I need your help, okay? Um, I think you're going to recognize these words, and I need you to clap. Can y'all clap? Oh, yeah. Come on.
continue to worship tonight, um, I just want to remind us that um, worship is not just about music. And so that's something that I have to remind myself a lot. It's easy to think, oh, worship, that's singing songs to Jesus, right? Cool. Yeah, that's one way to worship. Um, But worship is a lifestyle of saying thank you to the Lord for how good he is and the, the amazing things he's done for us. And I mean, where, like, like where else to start but the gospel of how he has come to earth, lived a perfect life, showing us how to live. But then when we couldn't even do that on our own, he destroyed the barrier between us and him with his blood. 
and through his spirit, we can have life. And so in light of that, another way that we worship, this is just one other way, is our offering. And so um, we as a body, we can offer our time, we can offer our gifts, our talents, or we can offer our treasure, our, our, our material possessions that the Lord has given us to his kingdom to allow his kingdom to flourish. And so we're gonna be passing our offering plates around. And if, um, if, if, if you know, money is a way that you would like to offer your time, talent, treasure in this moment right now, wonderful. If this is your first time here, don't offer anything. I would just ask that, 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 you, would, that you would just let this time go and you are not expected to provide in that way right now. It is simply a, a, an opportunity. And if you give online, let this just t- time to be a, a time to remind us of that. And so would you pray this prayer aloud with me as we pray for how the Lord is going to use our resources for his kingdom? Oh, Father, giver of all, every good and perfect gift comes from you. We ask you to accept these gifts and use them to your glory. May they bring shelter to the homeless, comfort to the sick, rest to the weary, and hope to the hopeless. As you multiplied the offering of fish and loaves, multiply these to accomplish more than we can ask or imagine. We give freely and not under compulsion, for all we have is yours, Lord. Nothing we can give could match your great gift to us, your Son and your Spirit. Amen. Now, would you sing this with me? This is a song that um, kids is much, much older than you. <laughs> Parents, you might be here, and this is a throwback, but these words will be as true today and in eternity as they were 20, 30 years ago when they were written. Oh, God, you are my God, and I will ever praise you. God, you are my God, and I will ever praise you, and I will seek you in the morning, and I will learn to walk in your
Yeah. 
would you please remain standing for the reading of our word tonight? Hi, my name is Dana Dortch, and this is Russell Dortch. <laughs> We've been married a really long time. <laughs> do you know how long? I do. I know. I do know. I do. I have to remind her. So. I do. We went through this earlier, so I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to embarrass her in front of so, everybody. Yeah. How, how long is it? 33. 33 yep. years. That's right. So. Russ and I have been a part of Mosaic since literally the doors opened. Do you know how long that is? We rehearsed that too. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do know. Okay, how long? 98, so 25 years. Yes, we keep That's up with time. it because that was the year our daughter, our last daughter was born. So as long as we know when she was born, we know when Mosaic was born. <laughs> and, and we have actually five kids. I, I thought we were going to have two, and she thought we were going to have three, and two plus three is five, and that's what we ended up with. So there you go. All right. Um, well, I, it has been my joy to serve with our Mosaic Elementary Ministry for many, many years, and that I do not know the answer to. And Russell is, uh, has been a part of the media resourcing team for quite a number of years as well. Are you ready? Hey, yes. <laughs> we are going to share the scripture passage for the evening. And, and if we could, could we pray? Just to go to that place that only you and God share. How good is it that God loved us enough to give us his word? To speak to us about who he is and what he's done. Would you take a bold move tonight in that place that only you and God share? Ask him to reveal himself to you tonight through his word, through his truth. Ask him to teach you something that captivates you, that changes the way you look at life. And to that end, we read from Galatians 5, chapters 16 through 18. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Okay. In 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit... Let us keep in, I always turn two pages and not one. Let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. So this is the word of the Lord. Be to God. And I am so thankful, y'all can take a seat, so thankful for years of friendship and ministry with the Dorches. Gosh, they're a blessing to us. I was, uh, I was watching a show recently 
And, uh, and it was about a family that had, was coming to the United States for the first time, and they were at this really big memorial weekend cookout, and it was just this awesome celebration, and the teenage son looks at his mom and says, this party's amazing, what are we celebrating? And she goes, fallen soldiers? And he goes, oh, that's actually really sad. And it's, it's an easy thing to, to miss on a weekend that, that we're celebrating, um, but one of the things that we are called to do as believers is to rejoice and celebrate with those who are rejoicing and celebrating and to mourn with those who are mourning. And so it's easy to miss in, in the fun and the cookouts and the picnics and Memorial Day weekend that this is also a time of grief um, for a lot of people as they're mourning those that they've lost who've died in service to this country. So I just want to take a moment to acknowledge that, a moment for silence, uh, just to say thank you to the Lord um, for their sacrifice and to, to grieve with those who are grieving. So let's just take a moment. Lord, we thank you for the chance to worship you in this place, um, to gather together and, uh, and to celebrate the good news of Jesus Christ, um, and we also grieve with, with those who are grieving in mourning, and, and we thank you for their sacrifice as well. We love you, and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. When I was a sophomore in high school, um, I, I had this dream that I wanted to play linebacker for my high school football team. I wanted it so badly. And I, I talked to the, the coach that was over that at our team, and I said, what's it going to take? And he looked at me with, with sadness in his eyes. <laughs> and he said, Nick, no one is going to set foot on that field for our team that doesn't run this speed. And, and you, you are just not that fast. And, uh, and so that actually kind of lit something inside of me. But I had a problem. I thought speed was just this pure, magical thing that you either were born with or you weren't. And I was like, it, there's, there's no way possible. That, like, I need to shave this much time off my 40 time. It just can't be done. And, and my mom told me about this guy who was a track coach who also trained people at the gym she worked out with. I said, let's talk to him. Let, let's see if he can help you. And when I met him, he looked at me with a different look in his eyes. He looked, I, I think hunger is the best way I can describe it. And he said, oh, we're gonna make you faster. And that was that summer of three-day-a-week workouts with him, with Ruben, were, were the most, that was the most grueling season of exercise in my life. The things that he had me doing um, to grow and get faster. And something crazy happened as I, as I did these workouts, something that I thought was this magical thing that could, could never be a, 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 obtained, that I thought there was nothing I could do to change, suddenly started changing in me. I actually started growing when I was following his plan for getting faster. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I can think that like being a godly person is just something that happens to you. Some people are born with it and some people aren't. And I look at the things that are happening inside of me as I struggle and I can't imagine how I could ever be different that something's just gonna have, like I'm not just get struck with something to change. And the amazing thing is the New Test, in the New Testament is God did not leave us on our own to fumble trying to figure out how to grow. He actually showed us how we can grow and change and he gave us a path for getting there. We read Galatians um, chapter five and it says there in, in verse 16, Paul said, walk by the spirit 
and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. What does that mean? So, first of all, there's that word walk. It's an interesting idea that we can pass over. When we read the Bible and it talks about what it looks like to be a Christian, to be a Jesus follower, there are two words that show up over and over again. One of them is walk, and the other is the way. Now think about that. When they described the earliest Jesus followers, the name, the kind of name of their religion, they didn't have a name like Fellowship Bible Church or Fellowship Mosaic. They weren't called the First Baptist Church of Jerusalem or the First United Methodist Church of Antioch. They had a name, and the name was the way. They named their church the way, and the word they used to describe what they did was walk. What does that tell you? That the name of their church was the way, and the thing they did was walk. You see, following being a Jesus follower is more than, it's certainly something to believe. It's certainly true good news for us to believe, but it's actually a new way to live because of those beliefs. It is a new way to walk. And the reason that walk, I think the reason that word walk is used is walking is something incredibly ordinary, right? Like walking is something very regular that we do throughout our life to get to where we're going. And so the description here is, hey, in a very ordinary everyday life, we're going to change the way you walk, the way you get around and do things, and that's going to be changed by walking with the Holy Spirit, that God gave everyone who's following Jesus to change. And what happens when you start walking with the Spirit? Now, this is another phrase that's a little odd and might sound weird to us. It says you won't gratify the desires of the flesh. Now, what does it mean to gratify the desires? A desire is when you want something, and you gratify it when you say, yeah, I'm going to go get it. I'm going to go get the thing I want, right? There are, there are fruit snacks in the back in a little pile, and I just kept walking by and grabbing another bag, and I wasn't even thinking about it. It was automatic, and I went through three bags of fruit snacks before service tonight. It's a problem. And that gratifying desire is when you just see something, you want it, and you take it. And Paul says there are some desires in us that comes from what he calls the flesh. And what Paul means by the flesh, the flesh is kind of Paul's code word to describe all the things that we want that go against God's best for us when we want something other than what God wants for us. And he says that when you start walking with the Spirit, you actually will stop reaching for and grabbing those things that your flesh desires. You'll stop grabbing for those things that don't please God and aren't good for you. And he says, it's really interesting. When he says you won't gratify the desires of the flesh, he says the flesh desires what's contrary to the Spirit, the Spirit what's contrary to the flesh, they're in conflict with each other. You know what the word conflict means? Conflict's a fight. Now, in some ways, when we start following Jesus, there's new peace that comes into our life, the peace of knowing him. But in other ways, starting to follow Jesus means there's a new fight in our life. There's a fight going on between the part of us that, that wants sinful and bad things and the Spirit of God who's pulling us somewhere else. You ever seen the old cartoons where there's like the good angel and the bad angel on your shoulder? It's actually remarkably accurate. That is really what the Christian life is like, except for the good angel is actually the Holy Spirit, and the bad angel is the dark parts of me that desire something else. And there's this pull happening inside of us. I remember when I was in 
elementary school, they were trying to, there was this anti-drug campaign, and they would, they would they had this phrase, just say no to drugs. And, and I thought that was kind of funny, because the idea was like, that's all it takes, really. Just, just say no, and everything will be fine. And I don't think the campaign was super successful, because apparently, we aren't always able to just say no to what's going to be bad for us. Something actually has to change inside of us. And Paul's saying, hey, there's this war going on between the spirit pulling you one way and the flesh pulling you another way. Further down, in verse 22, Paul says, hey, this is what it looks like when the spirit starts changing you. You're gonna look a certain way. You're gonna be a person who is marked by love and peace and forbearance, which is another word for patience. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I don't know about you, but I would love my life to be marked by that. That's what happens when the Spirit's inside of you and working in you. But the question is, how do we get there? How does that transformation actually take place? Look at the very end. In verse 23, he says, Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Somehow, the way that we are going to change is going to happen when we start a different kind of walking and we start walking with the Spirit. And as we do that, even if it is really slow and really tedious, God's going to start changing some things inside of us. It's not something we can accomplish on our own. Just like that summer, if I had wanted to go out and get faster on my own, I didn't have the ability to do it. I actually needed a trainer to exercise with me, to do the exercises with me, to, to push me to grow. And he challenged me and he helped me to grow. And, and Paul's saying the Holy Spirit of God walks with us as we start growing. But I'm, I'm a really practical guy and I'm still going, okay, that's all good and well. What does that actually look like? How do we actually know what the Spirit is doing? How do we actually know how to walk with the Spirit? I don't, the, J- Jesus said the Spirit is like the wind. Nobody knows where he's going. And I'm going, well, if we don't know where he's going, how are we supposed to keep step with him? How are we supposed to walk with, with the Holy Spirit that we can't see? That's always really bothered me. And, and recently, I, I was studying, getting ready to teach on a passage in John 14 that completely transformed my understanding of this. It's when Jesus was promising to send the Spirit. To, he's talking to his disciples, and this is what he said. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him or knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. Now that verse stumped me. He lives with you and will be in you. Here's why it stumped me. God hadn't sent the Spirit to the disciples yet. So how could Jesus say they already know the Spirit? What did it mean that the Spirit lived with them? And I started studying, and one teacher pointed this out as I was reading about it. He said the Spirit lived with them because the Spirit was in Jesus. If they wanted to know what the Spirit looked like, all they had to do was look at the life of Jesus. So do you know how we find out what the walk of the Spirit looks like? We look at the life of Jesus. We practice the things that Jesus practiced. He is our model. He's the one we look to, and the Spirit helps us. He comes alongside us in that walk. So being led by the Spirit is not that there's some secret plan that that God is like holding from us and we need to, to have it unlocked. It's not some new information about walking that we need. 
It's actually the Spirit of God helping us to imitate Jesus and to walk like him. So this summer, as a church, we're going to enter into a big experiment to go, what would it look like to commit a summer to practicing the kinds of things that Jesus did daily, to try to really keep in step with some choices that by faith we will follow the way of Jesus and keep in step with the Spirit. That's what this rhythm series is all about, is establishing some new ways of walking that the Spirit empowers and that we see in the life of Jesus. So here's our walk away for tonight. Here's the challenge I want to give all of us in this room. Summer for me, kids, I don't know if you feel this, summer for me is usually like the least normal time of my year, and I have the least discipline and routine ever. What would it look like if this summer was different? If we made a commitment as a church to get these rhythms books and to commit not only to, to listen to sermons and, and read stories, but actually to practice the practices we're going to look at at a church together. To trust, just like I had to trust that trainer that he knew how to make me faster, what if we trusted the Spirit of God that he knows how to grow us, how to transform us to be more like Jesus by walking in the ways that Jesus modeled for us and trusting the Spirit to be at work in our hearts? Can we do that together this summer? Can we commit as a church to, to give this summer to trying to keep in step with the Spirit in his ways, the ways of Jesus with his power working in us? Lord, that's our desire because we want to change. We want to grow. We want to have that fruit of the Spirit inside us that shows the marks of Jesus. And we know that we can't do it on our own, that, that, but that you have sent the Holy Spirit of God to transform us. So we love you, Lord, and we commit this summer to you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Would you guys stand with us as we continue to, to sing to our God tonight?
he is good to us. And it is such a joy to walk with him. I have to remind myself of that because I think sometimes, like Nick was sharing, it, it does it does feel like the discipline aspect of it feels like a challenge. It feels like, oh my gosh, this is not, I, I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, wake up and, and read scripture because I want to sleep in a little bit or I don't want to be nice to my brother or sister because, you know, it feels um, like, you know, they, they, they were mean to me or I, I, I want to not um, act like Jesus would. And I get that and I feel that. Um, but man, is it good to walk the better way that he's given us. And I'm so grateful that while my flesh tries to fight against him, his spirit is stronger if I give in to him, if I allow him to be. So one of the other ways we worship is just by allowing the truth of who Jesus is to wash over us. So we're gonna spend a, a, some time, we call it a Selah. It's just a time of rest. And I am gonna say some statements and I would like you guys to respond with us. Make us more like Jesus. This is a prayer to the Lord. In our times of weakness, may we be reminded of who he is and may we strive for him. So God, we join with your church throughout history in studying rhythms that will help us live and love more like you. Make, Make us, us more like, like Jesus. Jesus. Help us, for we are prone to doing too little, withholding parts of ourselves from you, Father. Expand our hearts. Make, Make us, us more, more like, like Jesus. Jesus. Help us, for we're also prone to doing too much, trusting in our own accomplishments. Spirit, teach us to rest. Make, Make us, us more, more like Jesus. Jesus. And God, please give us the patience and perseverance that we need to trust your work as you shape us into the likeness of your perfect son. In, In Jesus' name, name. Amen. amen. Now, I know you guys know this one. So let's sing it together to him. I searched the world, but it couldn't fill me. A man's empty praise and treasures that fade are never enough. And the good news that you, you came, came along and put me back together. Show you. 
Yes, Jesus, that is true. We serve a God who can. And so in every moment this summer, when we're trying so hard to put in these practices, and we're trying to be more like you, and every moment in our lives when we're just like, God, I can't, you are the one who can. So we rely on your spirit, and we thank you for this time. In your name we pray, amen. Hey, guys, um, so I have a couple of directions that I'm gonna give us. So first of all, I wanna remind you guys that our, um, oh yeah, we'll do family picnic, family picnic first. So, uh, um, so we would love for you guys to join us at our family picnic. It's gonna be over outside the lodge. If you know where the lodge is, you can go ahead and head there. Um, it is that direction. If you are new and you're like, what is the lodge? What is this campus? What is this place? There are people who will be heading there, so you can just follow them as well. Um, we'll just make a mass exodus towards the lodge. Um, and like we said, $5 um, uh, suggested uh, per person, $20 max per family. But if you're like, hey, we can't really do that, do not let that stop you guys from coming. We want you there and we wanna hang out with you. If you're new, please come and introduce yourself. I, I would love to meet you. I don't even work here, I'd love to meet you. Um, and we would just love to know who you are and have you as part of our family here. Guys, our Rhythms books are out for sale in our lobby for $10. How much? $10. So go to the guest info table, and if you want one of those to follow along this summer, you can go buy those tonight. Hey, God bless you guys. Let's go in peace.
to love and serve the Lord. And the people said, thanks be to God. See you guys in a minute.